I would like to invite you to take a moment, a moment in this time, this place, an opportunity for you to reflect on two words, autonomy and companionship. And in that autonomous companionship, I encourage you to settle in to what comes up. First, as an autonomous individual, breathing in and breathing out, expanding your awareness, your felt sense of what it means to be on this planet in this experience as an individual walking autonomously in this world. Breathing in and breathing out, potentially feeling the vibrations, experiencing the actions, and simply being a witness to your individuality. And as you continue to breathe in and breathe out, I ask you to take a pause, a moment, and feel, think, and check in with your emotions on what it's like to be in companionship, to be in romantic, platonic, any engagement of being a companion. Breathing in and breathing out, gently recognizing the nuances, if any, that change in the way you operate, the way you show up, the way you desire to be seen. Breathing in and breathing out, not rushing, but watching the merging of your autonomous companionship. And where it separates and where it connects. Coming back to center, breathing in, feeling your body, your individual self, and breathing out, expanding to the world at large and your companionship to this world. Hi, it's Ryan. Welcome to your weekly dose of The Psychedelic Psychologist, where I invite my guests to share stories about their psychedelic experiences. We cover a variety of topics, from overcoming addiction and severe depression, to finding wholeness and spiritual emergence. Today, you're going to hear from two of my guests. What a privilege, a deep honor, and I am so excited to connect with Lynn and Eric, a couple companion partnership. Hi, Eric. Hi, Lynn. It's good to hear your voices. How are you coming in today? Hey, Ryan. Great. Great. We're, I feel good. How about you? I'm excited and I'm a little nervous. Tell me a little bit about those feelings when you guys, this is a perfect segue, when two people that are so interwoven and yet have such individuality come in with different emotions, what are you immediately noticing how you react with one another? 
I recognize Lynn being a little bit nervous about this type of uh, an exchange like this, but I also want to support her. So I'm glad that she shared that. I hope I can make her feel more comfortable. Thank Very you. beautiful. Yeah. We're in this together. So it's just any nerves or anxiety I have are more about being open and honest and vulnerable. Hmm. And I'm so privileged and grateful for the fact that you trust this conversation and know the space to be safe. It means a lot to me. Very symbiotic that we all, including myself listening, have ways that we show up, right? Yeah. Sometimes you never know how you're going to show up, but today's a good day. It is a good day. Tell me a little bit about, could we set the table, so to speak, about your relationship with the medicines and let's start individually. What drew you to plant medicines and the healing components of these beautiful compounds? Could I start, Lynn, with what your thoughts are around that subject matter? Well, for many years, I have struggled with chronic health issues and depression and anxiety. And I have tried so many different doctors, techniques, therapies. And my husband, he was given the book, How to Change Your Mind. And his interest in sharing that information with me kind of, I was hesitant at first, but I began to see that there could be, it could be healing for me. And so my mind really opened to the possibilities. Eric, I think what Lynn is saying is really beautiful. This idea that you gave her an invitation, but what I translate that as her own individuality of accepting this invitation or not, where she was able to flip over the rocks. Is that the expression? Before we go into Eric, Lynn, that you got was this was an invitation. You weren't forced to do anything. It was more of a consensual experience. Absolutely. I became more curious and it was absolutely just something that became very interesting. But once I, I learned more about it and certainly Eric was a little farther ahead on the journey than I was, I'm, I had a little doubt just because I, I was very tired of trying all these other ways of healing. But yeah, just kept an open mind. That's fantastic. And Eric, you being the seeker of sorts, tell me how it stumbled into your lap and what drew you to this work. Well, as Lynn already said, I, I was pretty interested in I'd read a lot about psychedelics and the introduction to Michael Pollan's book, really opening my eyes and making me more curious. But I was at a point in my life where my suffering was really more associated with wanting to understand what's going on and not being satisfied with the, the curiosity took me down a road of try to understand things from a scientific point of view and not being satisfied. So 
I thought the medicine might be an opportunity to explore a different area of consciousness. And it really has been just that. It totally changed how I view myself as an individual and how I view the world. It, it's hard to explain if you haven't had an opportunity to take a journey like this, but it was profoundly life-changing. Before we put the cart before the horse, or maybe I already did, I'm starting to recognize both of you are coming at this with a very unique lens, and yet you're also with an undercurrent respecting each other for the reasons why you're exploring these experiences individually. Can you speak about just the unique vantage point you both are learning about this and also the intentions you come at it with? Yeah, I'll go first this time. So my intentions have been really navigating my, how I feel about my existence and really doing a deeper dive into consciousness and exploring what purpose might arise as to why I'm, why I am the way I am and why I do the things I do and why I'm here. So that has helped me really understand things in a, in a way that's totally different than I was, I, I guess I didn't understand before. So it gave me an understanding that, that I didn't have. So it's, it's more, um, addressing the existential crisis and giving me a much more satisfactory answer to the curiosity that existed. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Lynn, what would you make of how you come in with your intentions and what have you learned about your own personal journey separate from your husband? Mine has been a healing journey, mind, body, and soul. I'm a spiritual person now after my experience with the medicine. I do not feel alone. I feel love for who I am. I believe that the medicine has shown me and continues to show me that I have the power to heal myself because I've been shown so much by the medicine. That's tremendous. And having the role I have in your life and integrating these experiences and helping make sense of them along this road, there was a moment that you came to the idea of doing something together. Can you speak about what was the internal process and how you consented together to do something that is so profoundly individual and yet the draw to do it as a partnership came up? Do you want me to go? I, we may have different answers. So yeah, go for it. Um, through the work with my guide and then with you as an integrator, we, we became, in having the opportunity to, I feel really blessed to have a partner that 
is interested in doing this kind of work. It makes it easy to follow through on an idea like doing a couple's session. So, but being aware of what the medicine could do to me as an individual and being curious about how that might translate in doing medicine work as a couple sounded really like it could be a real positive thing. And Lynn actually was the one to suggest we uh, uh, do an MDMA couple session. And uh, I was 100% on board based off of what I thought the results might actually be from doing that kind of work. So to, to be able to take it from an individual experience to a couple experience was really exciting to me to, to, to do that kind of work. What about you? We are, this is the second marriage for both of us. We're also in business together with my husband's son. It's been challenging relationship-wise. The world is kind of in crisis with COVID. Uh, we have been in couples therapy together. I think what was lacking was this empathy and forgiveness and true healing to be able to move forward. And I'm speaking for myself. I was really struggling with some hurt from the past. And I'd had experience with MDMA and it's such a beautiful experience. And Eric, you have as well. And it just felt like time for us to be able to put some things in the past behind us and really become stronger as a team. Yeah, I agree. I think knowing what MDMA was like from an individual experience, it's kind of like one plus one equals three when you take the two people, put them together and what you get out of it. So that was certainly my hope in it. It exceeded my expectations, that experience. I love that. And um, before we go into the exceeded expectations that you received, can you paint a brief picture of maybe some cautionary tales prior, what you guys in a way cleared out? Because, you know, coming into a heightened state of awareness in a relationship and leaning into some vulnerability does take a deep sense of courage. Could you share with me what needed to be addressed or maybe a negotiated contract between the two of you prior to doing this? Was there anything that you wanted to make sure was clear? Even if it was, I want to be 100% vulnerable. Will you accept me or safety measures that benefited the experience for you two? Yeah. For me, we did have a conversation, we had a couple conversations before we had the experience to really set intentions as a couple and as individuals both, and to talk about things that we wanted to be aware of that might derail the experience 
we were less concerned with the MDMA medicine versus, you know, psilocybin where I think would be more for me, I can't think about doing a couple session with that medicine, but MDMA just felt safe, but we did establish what we wanted to be boundaries and how we wanted to approach it just to really set that intention going in. I, I would say that we are working with a trusted guide and we were prepared well uh, for So when the day off came, we were treated with such compassion, respect, and could kind of relax in just I, Ryan, as you know, we've integrated this or, or working on it, and it's just really hard for me to trust and to be able to trust the guide, let go, and just have this beautiful healing experience. Because we did not know. I know what an individual MDMA session looks like and feels like, but it was just expertly handled in a way that if we had taken the the medicine together ourselves, the outcome would have been very different, I'm guessing. Thank you for that. I appreciate what you're saying because I think it builds upon the integrity of the relationship that you have with your partnership that you don't want to do it with a looseness or a levity that doesn't have some sort of container, right? The container provided a value to being able to, as you said, Lynn, relax into it a little more. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It was, that was important to me in order to really maximize what I thought could be a powerful experience was to have a trusted guide so that I could let go and then really fall into the connecting without without fear. So I, that was well said by you. I agree. Yeah, I appreciate it. Lynn and Eric, what you're also addressing is this ability for the other person to let go because there's a third party holding space for both of you. So you can lean into it. Can you speak a little bit about that for me? What it's like to be able to actually lean into your partnership at the same time? No, you're not responsible for their safety or the outcome of their own experience? Um, what I would say is having the guide and doing the work ahead of time really have helped set the stage for me personally. And then there was the, during our session, the guide was able to really prepare us right ahead of the experience in a way that created this connection going into it. And I think that speaks to the experience of having a good guide that knows how to create the environment, both internally and externally. And then during the session, the feeling of safety and knowing that your partner is being taken care of if, if they needed it was just gives the ability to really sink into the experience 
and was, was there. So that's, that it's worth so much to be able to have that feeling of, of safety and guidance. Could we pivot and I'm going to just kind of talk it through and then enter into a, a question. I'd love for you guys now to talk about what you're walking with. What is it that you are integrating and walking with as a relationship as you're integrating the experience, reflecting on each other every day? Let me ask you, what's the emotion coming up right now as you're considering what this relationship is and what you guys have done together in healing? One of the intentions that we had going in was definitely connecting on a more, on a deeper level and really experiencing, trying to experience what the other person's feeling. So being empathetic and really trying to understand not just what we're starting, we're struggling with as an individual, but what the other person is really feeling and experiencing. And for me, I felt I could feel that and still do feel that. It's not that it was a, we were instantly healed in terms of the, the struggles that we worked through as a couple, but it definitely created a different state of awareness as we left the experience and continue to operate as a couple. It's clear to me that our level of communication is centered around empathy as opposed to empathy for each other, as opposed to being stuck in the, our own individual suffering. We feel that we need to think about when the time is right to step into that, this experience again is a way to build upon it. I don't know when that will be, but. It's something that I'm sure we'll do. What about you? I would say that we have a more conscientious, intentional awareness of how each other are feeling. And for me, and I don't know about you, Eric, it's just trying to understand the root cause of my feelings and reactions, but it is not one and done. This is a, it's a step in our healing journey together as a couple and understanding each other as individuals, accepting each other for where we are. It is 
it's a it's a big leap that we were able to make. It's it, instead of tons and tons of couples therapy together. And I'm so grateful for that because I really felt Eric's heart. And Eric, what you've experienced. And I know that I can tell that you get it in a way that maybe is deeper than you did before. And we're still integrating. We're still integrating. It wasn't that long ago. And so it's been an interesting, it's only been a couple of weeks and it's been an interesting couple of weeks with both ups and downs, but it seems from my perspective, so much more, there's more power behind our wanting to really understand each other. I'm just, I continue to be so impressed with Lynn and her, how she approaches this kind of work as well as traditional therapy. She really is, is such a great example for me. So I hope I can one day live up to her expectations. I want to do that. <laughs> That's so beautifully said. I must also say that it's an endorsement for not changing the word work because Lynn, you eloquently said there's a huge cosmic leap that it takes of courage and vulnerability to get into that space of becoming empathetic. But prior to that, if you don't do the preparation, if you're not doing the classical work or the conversations of vulnerability, this medicine work does nothing. It, it becomes literally a, a lived experience momentarily. And what I'm really refreshed by is your ability for both of you to say, and there's constant evaluation, reviewing, communicating, and connecting with each other. I love it. I always end and deeply love hearing what is it that we are being gentle with? I'm going to edit the question. How are you being gentle with your partner? And how are you being gentle with yourself? Yeah, being gentle, I love that you ask that because it forces me to reflect and maybe in a different way. So being more gentle with Lynn or me has been trying to be a better, two things, better at how I communicate both verbally and non-verbally and really being present with her experience and trying to really feel, I really, I really am trying to feel where her suffering is coming from when she is suffering. I don't pretend that I can actually experience it for real, but I do feel the MDMA experience. There was a connection that happened that I felt was so real and lasting, the, this feeling of true oneness. And that's also helped me as an individual not feel alone. So being gentle 
Because uh, I, I know we both felt that. And so it allows me to be more gentle with myself and recover from discomfort, whether it be discomfort with between ourselves when we have difficult conversations or with other people. So that's how I've worked through the being gentle part. I love to nurture you and I want to know what I can do to support you and to listen to you and your experience. And that can be really challenging for me. I, it's become so clear to me that I need a lot of, I have a lot of work to do on self-compassion. Because I hold myself to these standards, I would like to trust the process more. Because it is a process. It's not, this was just maybe two weeks ago, and we're just beginning to sort of unpack and integrate. But I feel a stronger connection and a deeper love for you. Yeah, me too. And that's so beautiful. And Lynn, because I am the compassionate warrior and looking out for you to be gentle with yourself, what is the gentle love affair you have with yourself as you were so transparent about the way you see yourself? How are you showing up for you? Well, right now, I've been working on really calming my nervous system down and learning new tools and giving myself space to practice. It's a practice, not perfection. And grounding myself. All these things are new to me. So go ahead, please. Lynn oftentimes likes to comment on the fact that we're, we're going to fast track this, this earthly experience and do all the work, all the work we can this time around. And uh, so showing up for me is I, I'm, I'm really focusing on what she is telling me to how to do work and to the, the investment is will have will pay dividends. I, I, I do know that. For sure. I'm just lazy. Well, that's where we're going to trust Lynn to just send a couple of breadcrumbs our way when she's far ahead of us. <laughs> right. like, can you please send us the breadcrumbs so the embodied experience is no longer in existence? Great. I'm, I'm really hoping, Ryan, that the best is yet to come. Yeah. And, oh, it's my pleasure, and I bow humbly to you. I respect you both so immensely, and it's a tremendous honor to hold space with you and be on the journey with you. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. It's always good to see you.